I was drawn to public health really because of my own interests in interdisciplinary work, the interconnections across disciplines. And I think public health is one of the fields where it's just really easy to think in an interdisciplinary way. We need frameworks and tools from different fields to tackle the complex problems. And thinking in that cross-cutting way is just something that is really exciting to me intellectually because the challenges we face in public health are so complex. You have to work with people from different fields and different backgrounds. Uh, that's the only way you can possibly challenge the status quo and create change. That was today's guest, Dr. Terry Huang. Hello and welcome everybody to Making Public Health Personal. This podcast is brought to you by the CUNY Graduate School of Public Health and Health Policy in New York City. I'm your host, Laura Mioli-Ferragon. Thanks for listening. Each episode of Making Public Health Personal focuses on an aspect of health and social justice that affects our daily lives. We'll learn from expert faculty, researchers, alumni, and students on how public health policy, advocacy, and practices can benefit our ever-evolving community and our world. You don't have to work in healthcare or have a PhD to understand these topics. We're going to break them down for you and give you practical tips to make a difference. Today's episode is about bringing innovation and the entrepreneurial mindset into public health to create transformative change. Today's guest is Dr. Terry Huang, professor and chair in the Department of Health Policy and Management at CUNY SPH. He's also the director of the Center for Systems and Community Design at CUNY SPH. Dr. Huang developed a public health entrepreneurship platform called Firefly Innovations, which we'll talk about. His interdisciplinary background has inspired a curriculum which instills leadership skills onto our students so they can become innovative, forward-thinking leaders in public health. We'll discuss why these skills are more important than ever and how to use them to make an impact. Thank you for joining me today, Terry. Thanks for having me, Laura. So what is public health entrepreneurship and how do you integrate it into your classes in health policy and management at CUNY SPH? So public health entrepreneurship is really about developing a different mindset, the mindset of an entrepreneur that values being agile, being dynamic, and being experimental, uh, but being experimental not in the same sense of conducting clinical trials, but rather being experimental in the sense of allowing oneself to fail frequently and rapidly so that we can actually gather the insights gained from those failures quickly and then use them to inform true innovation. So it really is uh, about expanding the public health toolbox, going beyond the traditional skills and tools that we impart onto our students in the typical public health curriculum, but adding to all of that uh, some new innovation skills and techniques that students can then use, not only in becoming startup entrepreneurs, but actually in becoming social and policy entrepreneurs in all kinds of settings. That's how we're thinking about public health entrepreneurship and in incorporating that in a very innovative way in our typical public health curriculum. 
And you have this interdisciplinary experience in government, the private sector, and now in academia. And I think it's very interesting that you have an MBA that's not very common with public health professionals. How did those lessons that you learned inspire your work? Yeah, so I think that I have meandered quite a bit uh, <laughs> in my professional career. Uh, it is a, perhaps a little bit different than you know what public health academics uh, typically go through. I've had the fortune of uh, working in different settings across those different experiences. My work necessitated that I interface with stakeholders in different sectors. So when I was in government, for example, um, I served as one of the five senior advisors on obesity science and policy at the National Institutes of Health. And in that role, we were trying to tackle the very complex problem of obesity and related chronic disease. And uh, to do that, we have to think about the entire system. And the system consists of academics, consists of communities, it consists of government actors, but it also consists of private sector actors. And so the key is to figure out how to align the interests and goals across all these different stakeholders across different sectors. And so that got me working quite a bit uh, with representatives from large companies, food and beverage manufacturers, for example, uh, but also stakeholders um, in the fitness industry and other domains. When I left government to return to academia, I had the opportunity to not only continue interfacing with uh, representatives from large corporations, but also uh, startup founders, founders that were trying to come up with public health ventures to either address obesity or other related topics. And at the same time, I was invited around 2009-2010 to serve on the expert advisory board for an initiative called the Access to Nutrition Index. And this index was developed to essentially rate and rank food and beverage manufacturers' contribution to nutrition overall, from undernutrition to overnutrition, in other words, all facets of malnutrition. And as part of that group, the work that we did involved bringing in perspectives, not only from academics, scientists, you know, like myself, but also experts, you know, from the consulting world, from the asset management world. And the reason for such an interdisciplinary approach was because the index at its outset um, is really designed to inform impact investing. So the primary audience of the index are folks that work in the financial industry who are in the business of figuring out which companies are the right companies to invest in because of their social impact. The public health good, you know, uh, any improvements um, in our food supply mm -hmm. uh, as a result of changes to, you know, corporate business practices uh, is actually a byproduct of this process. And so I had the opportunity to witness, you know, firsthand how powerful it is uh, to actually think outside the box and use instruments in the financial system to potentially influence food and beverage manufacturers, you know, business practices and uh, population health um, as a result. 
So that was really powerful. And so I basically, you know, said, okay, I've seen a little bit of what it's like, you know, uh, in the corporate world. I've seen a little bit what it's like in the startup world. And I'm gaining new appreciation for how to use non-traditional strategies, um, you know, uh, in the financial sector in this case, uh, to influence population health. I wanted to learn more about how businesses work. Um, and uh, that was when I decided that, you know, going back to school to get my MBA, you know, would be a good starting point. And that has really, I think, been a tremendous experience for me. Uh, it's been transformative, not only professionally, but also personally. Mm-hmm. And so when I graduated from my MBA program, I decided to essentially become an entrepreneur within the field of public health. It was too late for me to leave my academic career and go out there and be a startup founder. Instead, I decided to uh, essentially be an entrepreneur or intrapreneur, uh, as some would say, uh, within my own field. What is an intrapreneur? Well, an entrepreneur is an entrepreneur that basically works from within. So we are basically working as entrepreneurs, but within our own organization or our own field. Got it. So you're not necessarily starting your own business. You're just using those skills for your organization. Yes. And to and, and, and in my case, you know, which we'll talk a, a little bit about later in terms of Firefly Innovations, uh, you know, we're really trying to change the paradigm within the field of public health. It's not just at CUNY SPH. So tell us about Firefly Innovations and how this impact-driven platform supports diverse founders. So Firefly Innovations is a very unique public health entrepreneurship platform housed within the CUNY School of Public Health. To my knowledge, it's the only such platform in a school of public health. Essentially, the platform is trying to bring the entrepreneurial toolkit and skill sets that come with that into a, a public health space. But at the same time, we're also trying to bring the public health lens the lens on health equity, the lens on social determinants of health, the unique skills that public health folks have in terms of impact monitoring and evaluation, all of that we're trying to bring to the private sector. So at the end of the day, the platform serves as a mechanism for converging uh, different fields and different sectors. We do a range of innovation activities uh, with different partners, Our flagship program is the Summer Accelerator, which is a very intensive 10-week program in June and July, where we work with competitively selected public health startups and accelerate them so that they arrive at the end of the program at a better place in accessing the market and scaling up their business to create greater impact. Internally within um, the school, we've also designed and offered new courses on design thinking for public health innovation, for example. We have a hands-on studio course um, on public health entrepreneurship. So public health graduate students are working in small teams to ideate and pitch a public health startup idea. Mm -hmm. And uh, the goal for the whole semester is to go through the skill building process um, and ultimately pitch a uh, venture uh, at the end of the course. And in 
kind of working both on the internal front as well as the external front, what we've been able to build over the last three years is this incredible ecosystem of collaborators from different sectors, both within CUNY and outside CUNY. And the ultimate goal is to really create a global network of public health entrepreneurs you know, who share the same passion about creating change in public health and by leveraging the unique talents, skills, and resources that different stakeholders can bring to the table from their respective sector. So that's what we're building towards. If you dream of making a difference in the world, a public health degree or certificate can give you the tools to do just that. The City University of New York's Graduate School of Public Health and Health Policy equips public health professionals to advance not only a healthier New York City, but a healthier world for us all. We want you to join us in our mission. Visit sph.cuny.edu to learn more about our programs. No matter where you are in your career, CUNY SPH offers a broad range of degree and certificate programs to not only help you advance in your career, but to have a real impact on the world. Public health professionals are needed now more than ever. Join us. Visit sph.cuny.edu to learn more. How can the spirit of entrepreneurship and innovation improve public health? So I think that public health has a lot of strengths, but historically public health is also uh, somewhat slow to act mm-hmm. and we don't always adapt very easily to the fast changing circumstances in the real world. And I think that entrepreneurship and the skill set and tools that come with entrepreneurship are a really wonderful addition to the traditional public health toolbox. Mm-hmm. It gives us the ability to act much more agilely in partnership with others in different sectors. It uh, provides public health practitioners, students and faculty alike, the opportunity in the safe space to experiment and to fail in a safe way Mm -hmm. so that true innovation can emerge. You know, it's really about a mindset, right? It's less about starting your own business. Um, For some, you know, that will be the path for their career. But at the end of the day, it's really about a mindset for innovation, a mindset to be action oriented and a mindset to really try things out. And knowing that if you keep trying and, you know, and use the lessons that you gain along each step of the way, that you will arrive at a place that is perhaps surprising. And those surprises are really, you know, what would spark uh, true innovation uh, in the end. So we don't expect all of our graduates to go out there and be, you know, founders of new startups. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we do hope that the students that uh, take the innovation and entrepreneurship classes that we offer at the school, that they will go out there and become more effective change agents that they will be able to combine their traditional public health skills alongside this newly acquired can-do and innovation-driven mindset, Mm -hmm. um, and that that will be able to then step into leadership roles to transform their organizations, their communities, and society at large. So I think that the students that have 
taken these elective offerings at our school, you know, have come out of these courses being in better position to actually make a difference. Mm-hmm. And I think it's really interesting. I mean, I learned something new between entrepreneur and entrepreneur. It's interesting to hear that entrepreneurship doesn't mean you need all this money to start your own business. It's really just a mindset and a can-do attitude that they can make change, whether in their organization or in something that they want to create. Absolutely. You can be an entrepreneur in your own life. Mm -hmm. So it is the mindset, but there are also tools that we teach, you know, in our classes that can help people master that mindset and put that mindset uh, to application. So why do we need this now more than ever? I know you mentioned this being very relevant right now and public health not being super quick to respond. I think COVID is a good example of that. Mm -hmm. Why is this so important right now and going forward? Well, the challenges are so daunting. You know, even before COVID, the public health challenges that we face, you know, were so entrenched and persistent, right? Whether that's obesity or, you know, any number of chronic diseases that most of us, you know, have either personal experience with or know of a family member that struggles with those diseases. And we're just not making that big of a dent on some of these complex health issues. Those of us who live and breathe public health also know that the problems that we face in public health are driven by complex factors, some of which are very upstream in terms of social and structural determinants of health. And to tackle this level of complexity requires a range of tools to be able to navigate and integrate different tools across different disciplines and with different applications, you know, it it really requires um, a lot more agility. And so one of the things that I learned from having worked in so many different sectors is that to really create systems change, you really need an army that sits across all the different sectors of society Mm -hmm. who can be called, you know, uh, to action. So I think that the incorporation of entrepreneurship and the sort of action-oriented approach uh, into our public health education, our public health practice, and even public health research just equips us, you know, to kind of work in a much more nimble way across sectors and to be able to convene stakeholders, you know, from different parts of society, from different worlds, Mm -hmm. uh, in order to tackle these complex challenges together. And uh, COVID, I think, has brought the need for this type of approach, you know, really to the forefront. And we now need an army of change agents, you know, more than ever, who are equipped to navigate this complexity and be able to come up with effective solutions to overcome the challenges of this complexity. Mm -hmm. And that's really the generation of public health graduates that we are trying to send out there to the world so that with every passing year, we'll have students leaving our program, being better and better equipped to lead and to create systems change. That's great. And we'll definitely share the link for Firefly Innovations in the description so people can get involved. And can you tell us a bit about the Health Policy and Management Department and what programs you offer for students who might be interested? 
Yeah, so in our department, we have two master's programs. There is the flagship master's in public health program in the health policy and management track. Uh, in addition to the HPEM track that we offer within the MPH program umbrella, we also offer a master program in global and immigrant health policy. Uh, it's an MS program. Mm -hmm. So we also offer a PhD program in community health and health policy. This is a program that we jointly host uh, with the Department of Community Health and Social Sciences. And this program is designed to train top researchers in the area of community health and health policy. More details uh, can be found online if uh, folks would just go to the school website and click on degree programs. Thanks again, Terry, for being a guest. And thanks for listening, everyone, to Making Public Health Personal, presented by the CUNY Graduate School of Public Health and Health Policy in New York City. You can now share, like, and subscribe to our show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and on our YouTube channel. To find out more about CUNY SPH, you can visit sph.cuny.edu or connect with us on social media. We're on LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. Just search CUNY SPH. This is your host, Laura Mioli-Farragon, signing off. And while public health has a global impact, that doesn't mean we can't make it personal. <laughs> <laughs>